Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and wellness and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is resistance and the suffering it creates for us. I'm going to share with you a very intimate experience I've had with the hope that it helps you. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or my Instagram account, georginahudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. How are you today? What's up, people? Thank you for being there week after week. And today... The story is based on my very own personal experience and no less. (laughs) And by now you've probably learned that I'm against wearing masks. And I'm against speaking from a place of superior knowledge and having it all figured out because I would be lying to you. And as you know, I am a very devoted person. I'm very devoted to my career. So I dedicate every day of my life to specializing in the language of emotions and how to get the most out of living with well-being, not only for me, but also for all the clients that come to me. But having said that, that doesn't mean that I don't have setbacks. And many of them have great consequences, serious consequences. That is why I would like to share with you a moment of total personal deregulation that led to a sprained ankle and a lot of self-inquiry to get back on track. And as I told you, this article, this podcast is about resistance. And I am sure you might share with me the feelings uh, of, you know, helplessness somehow. Because I choose not to fight anymore. I choose not to resist in the trenches anymore either. I choose to accept my reality and to gracefully flow with what happens to me every day. When I'm on on the warpath with my circumstances, it feels like adding fuel to the fire. Whatever is happening to me just becomes bigger and bigger and more complicated to manage. So let me share with you what happened to me. It might have happened to you too, or you might have experienced something similar, of course. And let's see how we can regulate ourselves to return to our centers every day. I must start by saying that I am a naturally passionate person. I find it quite challenging to walk the middle path, even though life shows me that extremes are wrong and damaging and hurtful, painful. And, and you know, I need to learn to tread the middle path of the, as the Buddhists uh, suggest, not that I'm a Buddhist, but I love that concept. Uh, and, and I have to confess that little by little I am getting there. <laughs> but the truth is that if I like something, if I'm keen on a person, or if I commit to a task, I give it my very best and more, more than it's necessary. And in football, in, in, in that jargon, people would say that I'm the type of, you know, player that sweats, sweats her t-shirt. I put my heart in my hand and I offer it completely to the person or the commitment I have in front. 
And as if that weren't enough, I'm a multi-passionate person. I love reading, studying, writing, um, socializing with family and friends. I like, I love my work and I love volunteering every week. And so much giving my soul to everything, which is beautiful on the one hand, makes it very complicated on the other hand because it makes it difficult for me to take care of my energy and to prioritize. And here I am covering my eyes, you know, like the emoji, because I know I told you, you need to prioritize and I do, but I didn't last week and, and the week before. And the truth is that when I overstretch, and I'm sure the same happens to you, I can't find the time and the space to do what nourishes and regulates me. And I can guarantee you that I know what I have to do. And in the end, staying grounded makes me a better person and a better professional. So I don't know why sometimes I turn away from the activities that regulate me. I think it's very challenging at times, you know. We are human beings in the end. So... There might be something in common between you and me, and it is a very fast-paced style of life, lifestyle. And all the hustle and bustle, often at great speed, sends our nervous system to fight, to flee, or to freeze. Our brain always responds like that to stress and think about this in the past when our people didn't fight, run, or hide, they risked their lives. A huge animal could come and eat them. People from other tribe could, you know, stop them or kill them. So think about it. Think about why the brain reacts like that. What is quite astonishing to me is how so much progress in science and technology has taken place and our brain still reacts as that of our, of our ancestors who went hunting and had to defend themselves. And that is the reason that such great brain activity in the face of perceived threats is adaptive. Our brain has one primary task, and that is keeping us alive. The million dollar question would be then, why it is so hard for us to relax? Why it is so hard to enjoy a few moments of peace every day. As many of you know, we went on a family trip a few days ago. We went to the Basque country. It was wonderful. We had a lot of family bonding and plenty of laughter and nice food. And, you know, we visited places. It was amazing. But I must admit that I went on our Easter break, running away from a lot of tasks that I had left undone. I was feeling very happy, but I had left many unresolved fronts for my return. And I literally felt when I returned that my house was upside down and that I had lots of people coming to dinner and my fridge was empty and the house was untidy, like a total mess really, because I had left a pile of work and several gatherings for the time I was back. And when I was back, I didn't have the time to do so much. So 
so I felt defeated. I could hear my inner critic, you know, nonstop. I think we are our worst um, enemies sometimes. And I blamed myself in silence for having taken on so much. But instead of enjoying all the doors that were and are opening in my life, something contracted inside me. And I hope or, or I wish you could imagine uh, that the fist I'm making, a very tight fist. Uh, so I started to perceive my situation as a threat. And I am putting both hands on my chest as I am telling you this. Because I'm quite tearful. You know, life is giving me so much. And I had such a hard time embracing it. I was suddenly suffering and resisting. And I think the challenging time for me uh, turned up because that was a very familiar place for me to live in the past, especially during my university years, my early 20s. And it's amazing because we have a tendency to crave things. We imagine how wonderful it will be when we get this or that or when we manifest this or that thing. But then we have it and we feel afraid or insecure or that we are not good enough. Or we might even fear losing what we get or what we got. We are so conditioned to fighting that when we have everything to chill out and enjoy, we sabotage ourselves. In my case, my body was the one that showed me I was emotionally unhealthy. And, and I was sitting down after a beautiful session and my foot fell asleep. I didn't realize uh, my leg was asleep. I got up to answer the 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 phone really to to open the door and without any control of one of my legs i got a sprained ankle because i took two steps uh forward and i fell down and tears are, ro are rolling down my cheeks right right now not only from the pain because i i felt like this electricity you know <laughs> killing me uh, in my ankle, but also I realized that I was totally unregulated or deregulated or not regulated. And you might be wondering what I did because it was awful, you know. And if you are going through something similar, let me tell you what I did. I started with the basics and the simplest things. And so before starting my day, I remembered to be grateful for all my life, not only on a professional front, but everything, spiritually, emotionally, physically, even with my sprained ankle. You know, gratefulness and gratitude is such an antidote to stress. And then I forgave myself for being so harsh, on myself and I return to my morning rituals I do mindfulness meditation every morning I do flow activities every morning and I repeat affirmations every morning so I did all that I simplified my schedule 
I cancelled my social gatherings with my sprained ankle. I wouldn't have been able to, you know, meet my friends and family. But, you know, it was... Um, I think the universe was telling me to stop and pause and I didn't want to. And that's why I got my sprained ankle, to be honest with you. And as I believe in the greater good, I prayed. And I got on my knees and prayed and cried. I cried a lot. And as I know that my mother takes care of me from another plane, wherever she is, I asked her to hug me. And it might sound very simple, but if you knew how much I needed that hug and how much I miss my mother after two years almost, every time I fall down and I feel this deregulation. I also began to give myself permission to rest and to take care of myself consciously. Sorry, I'm, I'm crying right now, literally, so sorry. I decided to have the clarity to do my best, but not to live my life in the process. You know, not to die in the process, because that is my default response or reaction more than response. And after all, no one expects me to do that. No one. I grew up in a family where everyone had very high parameters, you know, and where there was a lot of tension in the process of achieving things. But one thing that I reminded myself of last week is that my history doesn't have to determine my present. And I hope you let that sink in if that is your case this is something that I have worked very hard on in my therapist but in the world of emotions our states come and go and the inner work we make makes us more conscious and aware and it helps us reorganize but emotional healing takes a lifetime the fabulous thing is that we are going to fall down like I did, literally and metaphorically, but we will know how to rise. We are going to get lost, but we are going to understand how to find our path again. And we're going to find clarity much more than the one we had before our therapies. And by the way, one of the tools that is helping me a lot is the flow code portal. And when we are in a state of flow, and this is something I have always known, but I trained as a flow coach myself, we feel one with everything. We are focused, but from a place of calm. And we are capable of doing and creating with complete confidence in the process. So if you go to the blog or the written article, I left a link with the article that I wrote for the academy where I graduated uh, from uh, last week. And I've told you that I've become a flow coach. And I want to reiterate that. I want to tell you that if you need help with that and you would like to try it, you can DM me or write me a message and I will be there for you to help you and guide you because it is the material is very rich and you will need guidance. I hope this has helped you. I'm sorry for having, you know, uh, 
broken open and cried. It's been very stressful. Uh, we also appreciate your recommendation on any of the platforms you are listening to us because it makes us more visible and it encourages us to continue offering this free material week after week. Sorry, And we are growing in numbers every week. But this tribe needs to be huge because if we can help with this free material, you know, all the souls that are needing this, then our mission is accomplished and you're going to be a part of that. A big hug and let me tell you that I feel your hug this week too. <laughs>